Hello and welcome. This is Vanessa Graulich and today I want to talk about the break-even point. We're going to do a simple example just, you know, with a cookie, basically like a cookie corporation, how to find the break-even point, just selling cookies. And then we're going to do an analysis of a property of four units and how do we find the break-even point if you are an investor or if you are a real estate uh, uh, consultant that basically wants to determine and maybe help your client to say like, look, these are the facts, figure out if this is going to be a good investment or not. Obviously, you know, they can talk to their financial advisor and the CPA, but this is just basically how in, you will do an estimation to put it away. All right, so let's start. The first thing that we have to um, remember is what is uh, revenue, what is profit, and what is variable cost and total cost. When you have revenue, revenue, the definition of revenue is basically when you multiply the price times the quantities. So let's do an example. Let me go ahead and share the screen. And we're going to do some math. Yeah, did I see a smile in your face? <laughs> Numbers don't lie, so let's do it. Okay, so first of all, let's understand what is the formula. Okay, now if you have the formula for profit, you know that profit is equals to revenue, and I'm going to go step by step here, minus expenses. Now, be very careful because expenses, you're gonna have two categories. You're gonna have the variable cost, and you're going to have the fixed cost. So your total expenses are gonna be your variables plus your fixed cost. We're gonna talk about it, and we're gonna do an example with cookies. Now, the example that I'm gonna do here is, um, Obviously, how you learn it mathematically, algebraically, and if you seem confused of what I'm going to do, don't worry about it because you can always go to Google and put break-even point and calculate it, and they'll give you a calculator. You just input everything and finds it for you. But whoever wants to really just understand the meaning of the formula, this is basically going to help you. So let's start from here. So let's say that you have a cookie company, right? And you make delicious chocolate chip cookies and you want to figure it out, how many cookies do I need to sell in order to survive? Because that's your break-even point. I will call it the survival point. <laughs> survive and then boom, make profits. The break-even point is going to determine that amount of cookies. So let's go ahead and do an example. So let's say that you have cookies and you sell these cookies and the price of the cookies is $3, okay? Then every time you have to wrap up the cookie, put it with a little sticker, front love, blah, 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 you know, and basically go ahead and send it to sell, you're going to spend, and I'm just putting here an example, $1.30, okay? So then from here, you're also going to have what they call the fixed expenses. The fixed expenses are going to be, um, they also call it the fixed cost. Um, it's just going to be the expenses that do not have anything to do with basically per cookie. Like your rent is a fixed expense, your mortgage is a fixed expense, because regardless if you sell cookies or not, you're going to have to pay these expenses every month. So this is, these are very important. I'm just going to go ahead and just uh, put fixed costs just to be uh, $200. Again, this is just a simple example. How do we find the break-even point? Well, the break-even point happens when your profit is equals to zero. Why? Because that's the survival point. That, that means how many cookies, again, do I need to sell to survive? So zero is equals to revenue minus expenses. Therefore, the break-even point is when the um, revenues is equals to the expense. All what I did is to move this guy to the other side of the equation and that you can see that the sign was changed. 
And then you know that your break-even point is when your revenue is equals to your expenses. Now, what is the revenue? Remember that your revenue is going to be equals to your price times the quantities. In this case, is how many cookies, right? You're doing. However, your variable cost is going to be also 1.30 times X, because depending on how many cookies you sell, you're gonna to have to pay the 130. And the fixed cost is just a constant because again, it has nothing to do with how many cookies you're selling. Now, from here, I can easily see that I have everything that I need in my equation. Well, remember that the revenue is price times the cookies. I know the price, the price is just $3. Do I know how many cookies I wanna sell? No, so I'm gonna call it X because I don't know, that's basically what I'm finding. What about your variable cost? Remember your variable cost here is going to be 1.30, right? And this is just going to be 1.30 X because I don't know how many cookies I'm selling plus 200. Remember, total cost is variable cost plus fixed cost. Now, all what I have to do is solve for X. So what I'm gonna do, I'm gonna move this guy here. So this is going to be 3X minus 1.30 X equals to 200, right? And finally, I'm gonna go ahead and put it here. Your break even point, your break even point is going to be equals to, if you do three minus 1.30, this is going to be uh, 1.70. Let me just double check that. I hate those little math things that are like, sometimes I say 1.7 and it could be 0.7, so I always double check. And all what you're gonna do now is say 200 divided by 1.7 is going to give you the amount of cookies that you need to sell in order to survive. So 200 divided by 1.7 is going to be 100 and, and 117 point something. So I'm going to round it off to 180. What that means is that in order for you to survive, you need to sell at least 118 cookies. So you now are prepared to figure it out. Either I increase the price, or I lower my variable costs, or I move someplace where my fixed costs are not gonna be that expensive. If you don't make the 118 cookies, it's going to be a problem. If you make more than 118 cookies, you're like, good, everything is working now fine. So think about the importance of this break-even point, not only for an investor, for anyone. You basically can determine how much you need to do in order to survive. Let's go ahead and now do this into a real estate transaction. And what I'm gonna do here, is that I'm gonna go ahead and put a, a building right here, right here, and let's say that this is a quadruplex, beautiful quadruplex, right? And again, we're just gonna go ahead and find the break-even point. Let's go ahead and put a little tree here to make, you know, problem happier. And then let's go ahead and put a little sun here, right? Beautiful, that way you feel comfortable with the math that is about to come, let's do it. Let's say each unit, you can rent it for $1,000, right? So now your revenue is going to be equals to 1,000 times four, which is equals to $4,000. So that's how much you get a month. However, we need to figure out the expenses. Now, um, the expenses that I'm gonna put here are just an estimate. And the estimation that I did is just basically, um, how do I say this? Just from my experience as business, just my experience also as, you know, being a landlord, being a tenant, both of them, just my experience of living costs. And um, I was also the president of the association where I live. So I was able to see how expensive, you know, sometimes things like utility, management fees, insurance, and all that can get. So let's just put the main expenses that we should maybe worry about. 
utilities. Now you have, you have to go ahead and do your utilities because you have the common area where you have to pay garbage and you have to pay for water. I'm gonna go ahead and just be conservative and put, again, these are just estimates. Let's just go ahead and, and make it $400 a month, okay, between rent and water. Let's go ahead and put a management fee. Management, if you don't do it yourself, and even if you do it yourself, you can go ahead and say, look, I'm managing, I'm, I'm doing the management, right, for tax reasons, and you can actually, you know, either do it yourself or hire someone, and you decide that this is just gonna cost you, I'm just making an example, I'm just gonna put like a management fee of $500, right? Every month you have to pay someone to do the bookkeeping, just to get a handyman there if there's a problem, so $500. Let's go ahead and do property taxes. I'm assuming uh, something here in Daytona, and again, I'm just making an example, let's just put a $3,000 property taxes a year. So if I do 3,000 divided by 12, right? I believe that's 250, but let's just check 3,000 divided by 12, 250, right? So this is just going to be equals to $250 a month. And then let's go ahead and do property insurance. Let's assume that your property is not in a flood area. Yes, yes, flood areas, God. If you live in Florida or anywhere, you know how flood insurance can be extremely pleasant and I'm being extremely sarcastic. Um, yes, let's just put insurance I kind of calculated a ratio of how much, uh, like a 38 unit building in Ormond Beach and in master policy was around $65,000. So what I did is that, again, I don't know anything about insurance because I'm just making a, a, com a comparison. So what I did is kind of like a, like a proportion and I felt, well, if 38 units is going to be this much, then four units, how much is gonna be? So I, I put around, $6,700, right? Let's divide that by 12. And yes, insurance, unfortunately, it could be sometimes unpredictable. Let's just go ahead and put 600 bucks for insurance. Insurance, most of the time, is what's going to take most of the, um, you know, the expense area. And then from there, uh, you're going to have the legal fees, right? Why do you need legal fees? Oh, you need to evict someone. You have a problem with someone that whatever it happens, right? So of course you have to call your lawyer and who wants to call a lawyer, but you have to have money for that. And I'm just gonna go ahead that for legal fees, just to be conservative, we're just gonna put like 200 bucks, uh, you know, uh, hopefully you don't have to win it. You don't have to spend that much money, but again, this is just an estimation. So you can see here that you're gonna have your utilities, your management, your taxes, your insurance, are your legal fees. So what I'm gonna do here is that I'm gonna go 400, plus 500, plus 250, plus 600, oops, plus 200. So this is equals to $1,950. So these are gonna be my expenses and this is going to be my revenue. Now here, I'm gonna go ahead that, I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and find out my profit. Remember that profit is revenue minus expenses. So profit is equals to 4,000 minus 1950. And your profit here is going to be equals to, so let's see, 4,000 minus 1,950 is, um, oh, I did it wrong, hold on. Minus 1,950 is equals to $2,050. Now we're not considering here, um, obviously, you know, taxes and all that. We just put property taxes, but you know, when you have to do your, your capital gains and the whole thing. Now, 
you have to assume that your vacancy rate is basically, you know, like no, everyone is there to put it away. But think about it. You might have one month that maybe you're not going to get one rent and your revenue now is not going to be a thousand. Your revenue now is going to be what? I'm sorry. Your revenue is not going to be 4,000. It's going to be what? 3,000 and so on. So in this case, if I want to figure it out, what is the minimum that I have to do in order? Well, here you can see, you can easily see it that, you know, if you have $4,000 of revenue and your expenses are $1,950, most likely you need at least two between two and three units, right? To be comfortable. You can see here that, you know, let's say that it's not four units, but it's three units, then all what you do is 3,000, right? Minus 950. And then um, you can see that you better have almost all that rented and now your profit drops to 1050. Now what happens if I don't have, you know, two of them rented it? Now again, you just do uh, 2000, right? So 2000 minus 1950 and you're still safe. You still have a profit off. So if you have like, you know, only to rent it, your profit is still $950. Uh, as you can see here, this will cons be considered, you know, not a bad investment to put it away. There are more things that you have to consider, you know, what is the condition of the building? Do you have to repair the building and all that? And obviously it would be great to also put what is called a, um, basically like some money aside, just in case your air conditioning breaks, something breaks, you're basically in a good place. So that's it. That's just basically what I wanted to show you today, how to do a uh, break-even point analysis, a very simple, just with example of the cookies and just basically doing the analysis of a quadruplex. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. If you have any questions, please comment below. There's more uh, financial math and more real estate math coming. So please don't forget uh, to subscribe if you're on YouTube. I'm also um, on Instagram and basically trying to put these videos everywhere. Thank you so much and have a good day.